Hello, everybody. This is Tina Katola and Sarah Coates, and we're continuing the Heartbreaker series with the sign of Libra. Now, this is about Sun in Libra, because we've already done a series on Moon in Libra. That's the only, the only, the only one of the Heartbreaker series that's actually about a Moon sign. All the rest of them are about a Sun sign. So, Sun in Libra is a, generally speaking, a bit of a different kind of Heartbreaker when they are Heartbreakers from Moon in Libra. Now, it's interesting because Taurus and Libra are the two signs that spend many lifetimes being very relationship focused. And why do these people end up kind of higher up on the heartbreaker list? <laughs> and the, the reason for that is because they are so relationship oriented and so relationship focused. When, whenever we focus on something with a great deal of intensity, imbalance can easily creep into the mix. So this certainly does not mean that every Libra is a heartbreaker. We certainly have said this about the other signs. There's lots of great, great members of each sign and in certain stages, for most signs that would all usually be second stage or late second stage, the person can be kind of romantically dangerous. So for Libra, it would be a good idea if you haven't already done it to either watch or listen to our episode on the three stages of Libra, because that will explain in depth what these stages are that Libra goes through. And Libra's purpose is to perfect relationships, to perfect the art of relationships, to teach people how to relate positively. When they get to third stage, they are no longer so focused on personal intimate relationships, although they do fulfill that part of their lives in third stage, but they're more about the, the greater social order and relating correctly in the greater social order. Now, most of the most of the heartbreakers we find are going to be in late second stage Libra, because in first stage Libra, for three or four lifetimes, a person <clears throat> is focused on being in a partnership with a with a just naturally compatible person and really experiencing perfect harmony and bliss and in, in in you know in a deep intimate partnership. Once they go into second stage, they're inclined to, to get attracted to people who they are not naturally compatible with and who don't know how to be in relationships, who do not have good relationship skills, who have emotional issues. And in the first part of second stage Libra, they are able to get through to that partner and really help them. It may take decades, but then they get through. And that's fulfilling and satisfying for both people, even if it's takes time and it's a little frustrating for Libra. So in, so in the next lifetime, they choose a more difficult person and they finally get through to them. And eventually, as they get to the end of second stage Libra, they will choose impossible people, people who do not know how to be in relationships. And because they don't know exactly what they're doing, it's, this is a soul pattern. So the poor little personality who grows up as a late second stage Libra has no idea of the carnage behind them or, or the carnage ahead of them. And they're just going out and, and sincerely trying to get into a relationship with somebody. They don't, uh, most of us are unaware of our relationship patterns. It's, it's a process of consciousness to become aware of what causes our attractions, why we react the way that we do, what is the effect of our reactions, how to choose a compatible partner. And the ironic thing is that when a person gets to the end of second stage Libra, they are no more conscious than anyone else. And so we're all driven by subconscious patterns when it comes to falling in love. That's why it's called falling in love, because you, you walk along until 
a, a little subconscious landmine gets triggered and, and you fall and you fall in love and you, because something matched your subconscious pattern. So at the end of second stage Libra, the person is getting attracted to and falling in love with a person who matches their subconscious pattern and their subconscious pattern says, try to make the impossible work because the person will really love you for that. It will prove that you really are a good relationship partner. And because it felt good when you succeeded before and you want to try something more difficult. That's the subconscious patterning and the process behind the subconscious patterning. But all the personality knows is I keep going through hell. I keep getting destroyed. This is terrible. This doesn't work out. So what happens is they become cynical. So at the end of second stage Libra, there's this real cynicism and distrust that often occurs. They can be cynical about life in general and they will become angry and very difficult and very reactive. So things work out really nicely for a little while and then as soon as they see something starting to go wrong, they, are, they become really, really angry, really upset. Um, more often female Libras get demanding, more often male Libras disappear, but both, both, both genders can do either one. That can be hard on a partner. And if you experience that with a Libra, you know, why did, we, why did it seem so great and then this person started to go ballistic on me? Or why did it seem so great and this person disappeared on me? It's because something happened that triggered them. And if you, if you think about what are your natural characteristics, are, they very, are you very different from each other? It's, it's probably a case that this person was drawn to you because they're trying to make something really, really difficult work. If it's a new situation, you're probably better off stepping away until that person, so that person can get to the point where they make more conscious relationship choices because that's what we all need to do. That's particularly what Libra does as they're going through second, third stage. Now, the other way that Libras can be a ma major heartbreakers comes from this same root of things being really difficult and of having spent so many lifetimes being so committed to a partner there's a lack of fulfillment, a lack of satisfaction. Relationship hasn't flowed, relationship hasn't been harmonious. And so there's this deep desire to experience love and to experience the pleasure of relating and romantic relationships and sexuality. And so you can get a, you can get a promiscuous factor that happens in a lot of late second stage Libra people because they just, they just wanna go out and have tons of fun. And they're kind of cynical about relationships anyway, so why bother being honest about it? Because a, a potentially healthy response to that urge at late second stage Libra is, is to become a healthy polyamorous person who openly says, I do not commit to just one person. And I'm honest about my, commi my commitments in my relationships and this is how I operate and I'm gonna become involved with other people who operate the same way. That can be a healthy way to resolve that. And if you are attracted to the, the promiscuous second stage Libra, late second stage Libra, and you're, you know, if it, they often are quite attractive and they tend to be, generally speaking, feel pretty good about themselves because they are, they are starting to remember that they know a lot about relationships and that that makes them a valuable person. They are, if they are still not being upfront about things, then there's underhanded self-esteem issues that are operating here as well. So there can be a sense of ego 
outward expression that's covering up this feeling that maybe I'm not good enough, maybe that's why relationships didn't work. So if I can get lots of attention from my preferred gender or genders, <laughs> then I'll feel good about myself and I already feel good about myself, but it's really a compensation. So if you're feeling there's this sort of egotistical um, player vibe coming from a Libra and you can't quite pin them down and you're kind of getting this sneaking suspicion, Unfortunately, you're probably right that this is somebody that might be stepping out on you. If on the other hand, it's the type of late second stage Libra or even second third stage Libra who has openly said, I'm not committing to one person. I wanna I want to have relationships with lots of people. Don't try to change them. I mean, that's, that's a reality with anybody in any situation, but it's, this is something that they're doing in order to keep expanding themselves. And so it's not, you, if it, you're going to break your own heart by if you want a monogamous committed relationship with this type of Libra, whether they're sneaky about it or they're open about it, which are again two different responses, one is a lot healthier than the other, it, um, it's not going to work out. So for second, third stage, is there a Libra that actually can be in a monogamous relationship? Absolutely. It like... Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. And there are Libras that go all the way through second stage and all the way through second, third stage and remain monogamous. So there are just different, there, you know, with every sign, there's lots of different pathways to get to the final outcome. And there is not one pathway that is the, that is the preferred or the right pathway. You know, it's, it's sort of interesting to look at the evolution of human relationships and sexuality because we went through the, um, you know, the, the, the gay liberation movement, I guess you could call it, where people coming out of the closet and, and more acceptance of, of gay, gay and lesbian relationships. It's not 100%, but it's certainly much better than it was. And now it's, and, and there've been times like the 60s, there've been times throughout human society when open relationships or not polyamorous relationships, whatever you want to call them, have been more acceptable, have been understood, or have even been pushed towards being the norm. But there is no one norm. So it's, it's actually one other presentation I want to do is about is about the sexuality spectrum, both in terms of our of our gender preferences and our gender identities, as well as monogamy versus polyamory. And they are they are just a spectrum that we need to be true to ourselves in terms of and honest with other people and not judgmental. Because you know, I remember having friends in the 80s who were gay and they they had this little idealization of well we're the ones who really know the truth. The straight people are, you know, they don't know what's going on. <laughs> and there's people who are monogamous who try to talk people who want open relationships or polyamorous relationships into being normal. And then there's people who are polyamorous who think, well, the, the monogamous people are deluded. And the reality is we are who we are. So that being understood, yes, when someone goes through second, third stage, you can definitely get, get Libras who are looking for monogamous relationships who are still operating in that way. They don't have to take the other route at all. What can happen also in second, third stage Libra is because the person has been looking, concentrating on relationships for so many lifetimes, they feel like, I just want to break. You know, I, want to, I want to develop my sense of self. That doesn't necessarily last all that long most of the time because they are, as on a soul level, they are partnership-oriented people. But there can be times when a person just, I'm, I'm confused about what I want and I need some time on my own. 
And that can be painful to hear from somebody if you've started to get into a relationship with them and they were really interested and then they're not sure anymore. But they're telling you, I I'm just very confused about myself. I'm confused about my life. I don't know who I am. That's a very key phrase to, to indicate that the person is in second, third stage Libra. The reason they feel like they don't know who they are is they have spent so many lifetimes adapting to other people and bending and twisting and shaping themselves in order to please a partner. And because they've always had someone else to rely upon, they've never had a chance to either discover who they are and the polyamorous response is partially that as well, because by interacting in a spontaneous way with lots of other people, you learn about yourself, you expand yourself. But again, it's not the only path. So they need to know who they are and they need to get a sense of strength within themselves. Now, if that's the type of Libra that a person has been involved with, they do need their space, but that doesn't mean necessarily that they're going to always feel that way. Now, because it's a soul process, it's not going to take a few days or a few weeks. It's going to at least take several months for the person to, to go and spend time on their own and really discover who they are and then be able to come back. While they're doing this, they are doing a necessary process that happens in second, third stage, which is getting, getting a deeper core identity and ha you know having some sort of adventures in life that strengthen them. But a lot of second, third stage people also will attract a partner who is supportive of them and, and provides an environment for them to then go and discover themselves inside of. So they don't need to be alone to do that. And chances are, if that's what your partner has said to you, I'm confused, I don't know who I am, I need some space, they'll, they, they were attracted to you in the first place. So they're likely to come back after they've realized, okay, I can find this for myself. And now I really, I really, recognize what an amazing person I've had here who will support me in this process. So they're likely to come back. So that particular potential heartbreak, I wouldn't worry about. You know, and it's tricky because if somebody's pulling away, we, all, we can always go into a worst case scenarios about things. You know, are they pulling away because they found somebody else and they don't really want me, they want this other person or they don't want to commit to anybody. And you know, one of the ways, sometimes, one of the only ways we know whether or not that's true is to listen for that inner voice. And the inner voice is very calm and quiet, and it doesn't really go away. If it's fear-based, there is this tense things, anxious um, thinking from one thing to another, and all kinds of new fantasy negative scenarios crop up. That's, that's, just, that's just our own personality, that's surface level. You can push that crap out of the way. But if, 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 you, if you go back to the first time someone said something to you, what was your, in, your immediate reaction to it? So the first time if someone says to you, I'm confused, I need some space. If your first response to that is, oh, that's okay. And then your next response is, oh my God, don't leave. <laughs> what does this mean? You don't really want me. Your own, your own emotional baggage kicking in. The important thing is listen to that, that initial inner voice. On the other hand, if somebody's saying, staring around the room and not really making eye contact and saying, well, I'm really kind of confused and I don't really know what I want. And, and, the, and you can feel them restlessly wanting to step out of the room. And your first innate hit is, you know, they don't want to be monogamous. They want to mess around. They're interested in somebody else. And then you come back and start making excuses for them. That again, your first initial response was that inner voice saying, yeah, this person is not going in the same direction I want to go in. 
So those are the those are sort of keys to tell. But you you will be able to see the the vibe of the you know sort of the sort of sneaking on monogamous late second stage Libra. They have they have a I guess a sort of a slight sleazy vibe in there somewhere. <laughs> You're gonna pick it up. <laughs> is that why uh, Libra is so high on the heartbreaker list too? Is because they're they they have more of an inclination to non-monogamy, or is it like yeah, only in that stage? Yeah. But yes. Yes. And as I said, some will some will 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 resolve it with with a you know with a more honest, constructive approach of this, you know the polyamorous approach. So first stage, they are in a healthy relationship, yes. right? And then the second stage, they're, they're choosing partners that, um, I don't know how, like have a lot of relationship issues themselves. So yes. it's hard to work out, like yes. work out anything with those people. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I have a friend who's, who went to, into second stage Libra in this lifetime and she grew up with parents who were madly in love with each other both had son in the seventh house. And when you have son in the seventh house in the birth chart, your most important purpose in life is your, is your mate, your partner. So they just had this blissful, wonderful relationship, lived in the country, six children, this lovely, happy family. So that's the kind of background a first stage Libra person tends to have. But if a person is moving out of first stage Libra, they're gonna, they're, that, she got attracted to a person with a, with a terrible, horrible, painful childhood experience and all kinds of upheaval and, and abuse and rejection and confusion in the childhood. So that makes a person totally messed up and confused about how to relate to other people. Mm -hmm. But that person was at the point of being able, open on some level, the patterns were not so entrenched that that person couldn't be reached. So that's a very interesting thing. The early second stage Libra person can often reach people that nobody else can. But then that becomes a real liability after several lifetimes when they, they remember, I got through to difficult people before, so I can do it again. But you're choosing, you, 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 it's human nature to always grow. So if they've always, if they've been drawn to people who are difficult and it worked, they're naturally going to keep drawing to somebody even more difficult. For the learning. For the learning. But it, you, you really get to the point where you, you just hit a wall. And, and that's good because we all hit a wall at the end of second stage that forces us to go to whole other levels of consciousness in order to go into second, third stage and really expand. Mm -hmm. So second, third stage, this is continuing. Right. It reaches its max at the end of the second, third stage where, so what happens to kind of push them? Like they're in a really bad relationship or? Yeah, they're in a really bad relationship or they're in a really, if they've given up on relationships, because there are types of Libras at the end of second stage, that's where the, sometimes the promiscuous element can come in. Well, I don't want to be in a relationship. I just want sex. Mm -hmm. Because relationships, understandable relationships have been hell. <laughs> they just got worse and worse and worse. And there was an innocent, open quality in their youth, but they get slapped around so many times with these difficult, impossible situations that then they, they, just, they just develop this very hard edge. And they say, okay, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in love. Uh, so I just want a lot of sex. And, I'm, and they can be angry. They're angry. This is really unfair because their soul knows I tried really hard. I did so much good stuff. I'm not getting anything back. Because even when they start into early second stage, one of the reasons they're choosing more difficult people is because when they were in first stage and they were in these happily harmonious relationships, they, 
that's a wonderful experience and it's wonderful to know what makes a relationship work, but it doesn't give you a chance to get any kind of independent strength of your own mm -hmm. or to have a, have a really strong ego or personal identity. Your identity is always related to the other person. So the person is wanting to get ego strength. So they assume that this tall, dark, handsome, troubled stranger or beautiful, gorgeous, seductive, crazy woman is going to give them the ego strength because those people look like they have the ego strength because they're they're because their compensations are displayed in in living color on the outside but those are just compensations they're not true ego strength so the second stage libra ends up giving their partner the gift of knowing how to be in a good relationship but because it's so much more work to get through to the person they lose themselves even more so they they did not get anything back not the ego development they wanted they did not get, after a while, they're not even getting any kind of love or acknowledgement back. So they are justifiably outraged and there's a resentment. So, okay, I should just take whatever I want. Why, why have any, why have a sense of ethics? It's a crazy world out there. Nobody's ethical because Libra is also about justice. And, if, and the older the soul, the more they experience social injustices and unfair circumstances and situations as they, as they get towards the end of second stage. So this is what's an interesting kind of irony, is that in general, older souls can get into bigger messes than younger souls can. So an older soul in late second stage Libra may be more likely to turn dark and become a user because they've looked around and they see the whole world's a mess. Nobody's, nobody's living up to any kinds of constructive ideals. So why should I? Why should I keep getting hit? Why should I be the one that everybody stomps all over? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make trouble. Mm. I'll get away with stuff. Now, again, this is not everybody at, by any means. It's, it's, a, it's a relative minority at the end of second stage labor, but they can be attractive and they can hurt people. So they're the ones that normally break up with the person or ghost them? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. That's one response. They ghost them, or they're the ones that are that are are having lots of affairs behind everybody else's back. <laughs> so there's the promiscuous, the promiscuous, they're promiscuous. <laughs> English today, um, and then or they're they want it, they're open and they're polygamous. Yeah, yeah. Which that that's different because that that's you know yeah. that's that's honest and it, you're entering into agreements with people who are wanting to live the same kind of lifestyle and everybody's happy. So that's, that's, that's a constructive response to it. Okay. But it's not the only constructive response, a real constructive response, even for the polyamorous type, which being the polyamorous type can be the doorway for them into second, third stage. But the, 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 the constructive type is to sit back and go, okay, what, I'm, what is my mistake here? Anytime we're in any kind of problem in life, no matter how it looks like it's someone else causing the problem, we always have to ask ourselves, where, what's my error? What's created this? How have I created this? So as soon as they ask that, then they don't have to be in reactive mode. If we're reacting, that's a second stage response. And in second, third stage, people, some people, you know, we go through some, some of those reaction responses because there's a big chaos we're sorting out in second, third stage. Is there a misconception, though, that you don't react at all when you're in third stage? Like, and this is maybe across all the signs, like what, I mean. Part of it, part, de part really depends on the age of the soul. So a younger soul in third stage is going to express the, the uh, have a really well-developed expression of the basic message of their sign. 
but they'll be reactive like everyone else. <laughs> and in second, third stage, they, they, they become conscious, but they don't, they don't have a really conscious sense of spiritual understanding. It, it's all done in a, in a much more simplified version. An older soul in third stage is non-reactive. If a person is in their first lifetime in third stage, if they just entered third stage in this lifetime, they're going to have little what I call knots. And that term knots comes from a metaphor that I use for second, third stage, which is when you're in second, third stage, it feels like you're in this hellishly red pit with a hopelessly entangled rope and you're, you're cooking to death. It's you know constant pressure and pain. And you have to slowly just unravel the note that, that this, this, mess piece by piece it feels like you're not getting anywhere because you're still unraveling this all the time but eventually you end up with a long rope with just a few knots in it and you throw the rope up to the top of the pit and something up there pulls you out which is your higher self when you get up on the other side of the pit you've got your rope still and it has a couple of knots left which really means there's little remnants in the subconscious of some of the old second stage patterns so a person in their first lifetime in third stage will have just times in their life when there's these sort of these phases of eruption of second stage patterns mm -hmm. that are unpleasant, but they pass pretty quickly. But at that point in time, yes, a person can be reactive. Okay, so an old soul who's in third stage wouldn't necessarily react. Right, right. But even an old soul, if it is their, if it, if they went into third stage in this lifetime, they're still going to have times of reactiveness. But the, the older the soul, the faster they'll get through them. Yeah, I guess that's the key, right? Is how fast can you learn and, and move forward? Right. And it certainly would be a misconception that third stage people have no suffering because yes, there's suffering that still occurs in any stage. But as a general rule, third stage people don't have anywhere near the kind of suffering that anybody has in second stage or definitely not second, third stage. And they, um, and I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's this misconception that people in third stage don't, you know, like they have this, this, I'm sure it's a lot more bliss, but that it's this blissful life that there's no trials and tribulations, right? right? Yes, that's what I, you just reminded me of what I was going to say. There's an underlying sense of happiness and fulfillment when a person is in third stage, even when they're having pain and struggles and trials, there's an under, there's a contentment and a happiness that they have. And the majority of their life is spent in a, in a, in a, in a happy state. Okay. So that's, yeah. So there's mean. an understanding that they're where they're meant, they're meant to be, that there's, right. you know, a bigger purpose. Yeah. It's all connected. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and you're living inside of it because in second, third stage, you have an understanding that there's a bigger purpose and that it's where you're meant to be, but it's more like an intellectual understanding. You know, it's true, but you're, Oh, you know, it's struggling through things and hoping one day you're going to actually feel this reality that you know to be true. In third stage, you live in it. And that was actually one of the ways that, that I, the, actually the very first way that I figured out stupidly after about six to nine months of being in third stage that I realized I was there. It's like, oh, wait a minute. I've been happy for at least six months. This has never happened in my life. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it's not always, it's not like this, like, doorway that you walk through and you immediately know, right? It's no. just, like, it's, it's actually, a it is, it is a doorway that you walk through, but I don't know if you do immediately know, oddly enough. A legit doorway, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a third stage, like, what happens to them to move them into third stage? 
Well, third stage Libras will, will, will work on becoming conscious of their attractions. They will transform their attractions so that they are attracted to somebody that they are naturally compatible with again, like in first stage. And they, they always have to break an old, an old pattern by feeling the attraction, recognizing it and stepping back from it. That's often what breaks the, the spell, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And it, they have to develop their own sense of strength. And they also start to become, start to take their knowledge of relationship into a, into a larger social arena of some sort. Now, people do this in all kinds of different orders. Some, some second, third stage Libras are very socially active crusaders for justice in some way. They're very involved in teaching people how to, how to live in the world in the right and correct way, how we, how we relate to life, how we relate to others but their relationships are still a mess. Other people are not involved in the social action element of things until they've sorted out, completely sorted out their relationship pattern situation. And again, there's a certain type of second, third stage Libra that will attract a, a, a partner who cares for them and gives them this, this, this little environment that's a refuge in which they can develop their, get their, get their identity back get their strength back because they've been weakened by going through second stage. Okay. And then third stage, they cannot be finally be in that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And they can be in that relationship at a certain point in second, third stage too, but everybody does it in different orders. You know, somebody might've worked everything out in the final, the final icing on the cake is that wonderful mate for other people. The final icing on that cake is, is their purpose in the world. It's, it's a bit different for each person. But again, someone who's got that person who pushed them away and said, I don't know who I am, I just need time. You very well might be that person who's gonna provide them with that wonderful environment. Do you wish to do that? Are you someone who can see this person's potentials and see this person's capabilities and you want to give them loving support? Then, and they are searching for the truth and they're sincerely searching for the truth. You might, there might be a real happy ending here even if for the time being they're pushing you away. So I would be patient about it, but also always be kind to yourself when you're in that kind of process. Don't, don't try to try to limit your suffering as much as possible. Now there is one other place where Libra can break hearts, which is you know, every Libra who does this, it does carry that element of guilt because what happens is that many times in that first stage series of lifetimes where you're with a really harmonious partner, it's often two Libras that are together because who, who's going to give us that perfect experience of that, that, that harmony and we're putting each other first better than another Libra. Sometimes it is a different sign. Sometimes Cancerians can be a good fit for a first stage experience for Libra. But, um, you know, and as I said, any sign, but what will happen is that there's a point where the Libra is outgrowing that experience and they might be in a committed relationship. And suddenly, God, I've loved this person my entire life. We grew up together. Now I'm just not feeling it anymore. And it's very, it's very it's kind of heartbreaking for the Libra themselves, but they still can't deny the reality of it. And you will find that sometimes a person who has been an absolutely marvelous partner for your entire lives together is disappearing or is getting involved with somebody who is a nightmare. Why, is, why did this person have an affair with this horrible person? and they want to leave me, well, it's quite possibly because they're entering into second stage. Now, you could also be their gatekeeper. This is a difficult position to be in, 
but a gatekeeper is a person, and usually they're, they're not a mate, but they can sometimes be, is a person who, when a person is at, at that first, second stage transition, we all have an opportunity to go straight to third stage from first stage. And so a first stage Libra going to third stage Libra goes from this quiet little harmonious partnership into having a, still being in a harmonious partnership, but being really socially active, going out and making changes in the world, developing their strength and their courage, and maybe their sense of adventure to go out and, and you know, fight the wrongs of the world. So if you have the capacity to potentially grow into being that sort of person, you probably have to go towards, you're probably a first stage person too, which if, you, if you're not a Libra and this is sounding like your story, I would recommend also watching or listening to the three stages of whatever sign you are to give yourself some clues about how to get towards your third stage. Because the more you go towards your third stage, the more you're going to show the ego strength that your partner is looking for because that's part of the temptation to this crazy, difficult person that they're, that they're trying to leave you for. And so when you get that strength and you are, you are strong in yourself and you're living your purpose and you're showing the, the wider view to your partner to, you know, take, you know, make your choice and do as you will, because we really kind of have that's unconditional love, letting people follow their own, their own calling in life as hard as it can be to do. However, then there's that opportunity for them to turn around and come back towards you. And it's tr tricky because when we're hurting and we try to pull another person back to us, it's not very attractive, unfortunately. And so often, and then people don't want to be told what to do. So nobody wants to be told, you can't leave me. Well, why not? That's not, that's not very loving. That's not loving who I am. If I'm feeling this deep need, I need, to, I need somebody who can understand what I'm going through which is very hard to do if you want the person to stay with you. But, you know, to go, to be a gatekeeper, to go towards third stage as a couple means expansion. You're both going to have to expand. And if you expand on your own, mm -hmm. you're going to have a better life with somebody, even if it's not with your existing mate. So, but at any rate, the Libras who do leave and, and most people, you know, maybe, you know, just, there's only a 5% people who will do, that's just a general rule, who will do a first third stage transition. But the interesting thing is if you're watching this, you're probably more likely to be able to be a facilitator for that than other people would be because you're getting this information given to you. There's a reason why you're having this information given to you. So the, the possibility is really there. And those Libras who do end up leaving their mate and not, 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 not reuniting with them, although they often do in a future lifetime, there, there is a, there is a sorrow and there is a guilt. And, and, and if you're a Libra who had been left, and even if it's not in this lifetime, there can be a really big fear that your partner is going to leave you. And you don't know where it's, it comes from. And it comes from the old trauma, the old memory. Yeah. So, I mean, the only other place where it could be occasionally a Libra that's a heartbreaker is the, the ones that are so involved in their social mission that they're either in late second, third stage, or they're in third stage. And if, if they're really a, a truly third stage Libra person and you find them too involved in their mission, chances are you're probably not really right for each other because a third stage Libra needs a partner that's going to support them in their mission, either join them in that mission or at least really be, you know, totally encouraging in what, what it is they're trying to go out and do in the world. So if that's the case and, and you find this person is just too busy with their causes, 
Yeah, I think I think you might be wanting this person to be someone they're not, which is not it's not a genuine it's not a genuine relationship. You'll when you find someone who is who you want and they're already who you want, you're probably going to have a you're going to love them more. You'll have a deeper experience. So it's better to let that one go. Yeah, and it sounds like those relationships come back around if they're meant to. Yes, yes. It, whether it be another lifetime or not. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that sums up when Libras break hearts. 